Hi friend, I'm Ren Robbins, and this episode is brought to you by my podcast, The Friends of a Feather, where you will hear encouraging God stories from my friends that I share with you. You can find The Friends of a Feather anywhere you get podcasts or at renrobbins.com. That's W-R-E-N-R-O-B-B-I-N-S.com. Today, I am excited to welcome you to episode 100 of the Grace Enough podcast, where your host, Amber Cullum, is interviewed by her son, Bennett, and her daughter, Zoe. You're going to love it. Happy 100th episode, Amber. 100 episodes. Wow, that feels like so many. A little over two years ago, I began to consider launching the Grace Enough podcast. Little did I know at that time the people that I would get to sit across the computer from and talk about God's word, God's impact in their life, the reason why they came to know him and why they continue walking with him. But while I was preparing for this episode, I looked back at some notes that I jotted down when I was first considering launching the podcast. You may not be aware that it's really important for a podcaster to consider who their audience will be before they launch a podcast. It is also really important for a podcaster to know what is the mission of their podcast. And so early on, I jotted down these things when it came to my listener profile. I knew that it would be geared primarily towards women, but I was asked, what are their interests? And these are the things that I jotted down. Jesus, growing in their faith, spiritual disciplines, godly parenting, and serving the church. What are their biggest fears or problems? I jotted down failure, time management, not measuring up, just to name a few. And then I was challenged to write down What are their greatest desires? And I wrote to serve and know God in every area of their life. And then the last question that I was encouraged to answer is why are they listening to this show? And my response was to be encouraged to take the next step of faith, knowing God is faithful, even if it looks different than expected. And so my hope is as you have listened to the Grace Enough podcast, that you can say that is true, that you can see in the lives of people who are following Jesus, that it, that God is faithful and that sometimes his faithfulness looks different than we expect, but we are encouraged to take that next step of faith because God's grace is enough. And so I wasn't sure what I was going to do for the 100th episode, but as several months ago, as we were sitting around the dining room table where my kids and I do homeschool, they started asking me questions. Just out of the blue, they began to ask me questions, and I said, you know, it would be so fun to have you interview me for the 100th episode. And they got super excited, as most children would at the opportunity to be on the show, And so that is what we're doing today. My oldest son, Bennett, and my middle daughter, Zoe, came up with these questions all on their own. And we gathered around the microphone and I answered them as openly and honestly in the moment as I know how. 
So I hope that you enjoy this conversation with my children. And I want to say thank you to every single one of you who continue to listen and share the Grace Enough podcast. So mom, how do you find who you want to interview on the Grace Enough podcast? Well, there are a lot of different ways that I go about finding people that I want to interview. I do have an ongoing list of people that I either have respected from the past or uh, I've heard their stories from friends or there are people that have been recommended to me from listeners. And also, I love to read books. So there are a lot of publishers out there that will send me the books that they are releasing within the next quarter. And when they release those books, if there's something I'm interested in, I will get the book, review it, and then I will reach out to them to schedule an interview with the author. Hmm, That's cool. You do get books a lot, it feels like. (laughs) I do get a lot of books. (laughs) Do they come in the mail, a whole lot of them? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So how do you think up all your questions? That's a good question. Uh, So everybody is different. So I don't want to, when I say this, I don't want anybody to think that all podcasters are the same because some people just let the story flow and they ask questions as the interviewee talks, they come up with more questions. Well, I'm a little more OCD than that. So I do a whole lot of research. When I figure out that I have a guest coming on the show, I will then look up on the internet. Y'all know I like to Google just like you do. (laughs) We do. (laughs) And so I will read their bios. That's their biographies on their website. I will look and see if they've written articles. I will look up other um, podcast appearances that they've been on and maybe see what they talked about. Um, So really anything I can find, I will look up and then that's how I curate my questions. And so a week in advance, I will email those potential questions to whoever I'm having on the show. So then they know how to answer them, right? That's right. So it really does help the interviewee to also feel more comfortable and have an idea of where the conversation is going to go. But I don't always stick hard and fast to those questions. But pretty much we cover uh, what I send them in an email. How do you feel when you get a very big interview? I know you've surely, I bet you've got a couple or two. Well, I think you guys know the answer to that. What happened this summer? Oh, yeah. What did I do? You screamed. You're like, yeah, (laughs) somebody whose name, Jen Wilkin? Jen Wilkin, who actually her episode just aired last week. And... Yes, I'll never forget. I just made an ask. And it was of someone that she works with in the industry. And I just said, I know it's a long shot, but do you think Jen Wilkin would come on the show? And when I got the email back, I was going, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. And you guys are at the table. And were we homeschooling? I think yeah, we were homeschooling. We're homeschooling. Yes, we so it couldn't have been the summer. It must have been in the spring. Yeah. And I was totally freaking out. You screamed. I did. I went, Wah! And we were like, what, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's happened to me a couple of times where um, I've gotten really surprised that someone said yes. And it's mainly because they're very, you know, they have a lot of people demanding their time. I've also gotten really excited when I've been able to get a guest 
scheduled because I really just came across their story, had never heard it before. And so I was so excited to get to just sit across from them, even if it's across the internet, and walk a mile in their shoes. How do you feel when you think it's going to be a really good interview, but it actually turns out to be boring? (laughs) Well, praise the Lord, that has not happened that many times. But it has happened a few times. And, you know, it's a little bit discouraging because there's just some people you maybe don't connect with as well. Or some people just may not be big talkers like (laughs) we are in our family. Yes, we are definitely big talkers. That's right. We are. (laughs) (laughs) And so when it ends up being kind of boring what I try to remember is the very first episode where that happened I still had someone reach out to me and say I really enjoyed that episode because I learned this and they told me what they learned and I thought wow everybody learns differently everybody appreciates stories differently Mm -hmm. and everybody has walked different paths in life so a topic or someone else's story may impact them totally different than it does me or you or the other listeners. And so that's been really, really helpful to remember that. Yeah, because some people, well, they don't exactly learn the same way you do or the same way someone else does. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Can you tell us what it's like to record, get ready, and post an episode of the podcast? Oh, my goodness. Well, it starts back when you reach out to schedule the episode and that is a lot of computer work and emails back and forth between whoever you're scheduling with and then about two weeks before the episode um, is set to record I do like we were talking about earlier a lot of research on the internet and so then I send them the questions a week in advance and then the day of the interview I, as you guys know, you're usually downstairs. I say, okay, guys, you get to watch your show. And And have a snack. And have a snack. (laughs) And I have an interview. And I got to go up there 15 minutes in advance. And then I run upstairs. And I make sure that I've at least, you know, put decent clothes on. (laughs) And then um, I plug all the stuff into my computer. I set up my microphone. I check to make sure the volume is correct. I make sure... I record on Zoom, so I make sure that link is correct. Uh, you got to make sure that, you know, when you open up Zoom, that the microphone is actually what is recording a voice. you got to make sure that the earphones that I'm using is actually where the sound's going to come through. And you got to make sure that the internet is actually working. We have horrible internet here. Amen to that. <laughs> I thought you recorded on Skype. Do you do Zoom now or something? Yeah, so I recorded on Skype all the way up until a little bit into the pandemic. And the reason why I switched is because once I got my new computer, Skype, we were having all kinds of trouble with it. And so many people started using Zoom that it just became easier. So that's a little bit. And then as far as in putting it out into the world, there's a lot that goes into it. But listeners may not really want to hear all of those details. The people who own Zoom are probably very happy about this pandemic. (laughs) Yeah, millionaires now. (laughs) And is there 
an episode. It doesn't just have to be one, but the message was so amazing that you just felt like you were there with him watching the conversation or even being in the conversation. Oh my goodness, Zoe, I think you're going to be a little podcaster. You're just like (laughs) falling right into this, uh, asking me questions on the fly. There are more than one, but there's one in particular I'm going to share. And that was episode 52 with Jonathan Gibson. And he had written a children's book called The Moon is Always Round. Oh yeah, I remember that book. Yes. And his, the title of his episode is called Proclaiming God is Good After Infant Loss. And I'll never forget this. One of our dearest friends, you guys know, Andy, she had mm-hmm. lost her baby 37 weeks. It might have been 39 weeks, actually, in utero, and he was born stillborn. Very unexpected, and the same exact thing happened to Jonathan Gibson's wife, and that is how the book came out of it. Well, this happened to Andy, and I received an email the very next morning alerting me to this new book and the potential to interview this author. And I just felt the Spirit of God come over me in such a way that I was like, this is not coincidence. So I immediately reached out to New Growth Press, got an interview uh, with Jonathan Gibson, and my conversation with him was so rich and genuine, and he told his story, and it just felt so familiar, right? Because it had just happened to our friends. And so... I don't know. It just brought me to tears. It brought me so much hope. I was able to give that book to Andy and dedicate the episode to her. And I don't know. I mean, I just felt the presence of God and like I was in a room with him and he communicated so well that it's still one of my very favorites. Mm-hmm. So sad people die like that. Yes, but it's, it is. It's real life. It's real life. Mm-hmm. It yeah. Um, so our next question was, what was your favorite episode of the podcast? Oh, you all don't know this, but people listening probably do, especially if they're podcasters. If there's any podcasters listening, we kind of feel like every episode is our baby. So it's hard to only pick one favorite because you put so much work and effort and communication and there's just a lot of things that we put into it. But I am going to share just one from the last quarter of 2020 that was one of my favorites. So it's episode number 90 with Hillary Morgan Ferrer. It's called Empowering Kids to Challenge Cultural Lies. And the reason why it's one of my favorites is because I read the book that she helped write, Mama Bear Apologetics. You all. Who was going to be that one? You did? Yeah. Yeah, How do you know it? Because you see it. Yeah, and you were talking about that to me. And I was like. And you see it all over the house, don't you? Like. Yes. Yeah, and I've recommended that book. It's creepy. (laughs) (laughs) That was a joke. It's not actually creepy. I um, have recommended that book so many times, and I feel like it is absolutely crucial for parents in this age. So to have the opportunity to talk to Hillary about it was a gift to me. And it just is so helpful for parents. And being a parent of you... And you and your little brother. uh, Levi, yeah. And your little, yeah. It's just, it was really, really meaningful to me. And so that is probably one of my favorites and one that I recommend the most because I have so many friends who are currently 
in our stage of life, being parents of elementary age kids. Has there been an episode where you didn't really know what they were talking about? Well, no, because I mean, when I invite them on, I know what the topic is going to be. There have been times where I'm not sure what their answer meant or that it answered the question because that's how we all are, right? So what I do, just like I do with you guys, I ask a clarifying question Mm -hmm. so that then I can understand what they meant. So that's how you kind of learn to be, that's probably one area I've grown in the most as a podcaster is learning how to ask clarifying questions. Mm -hmm. Who do you want to interview in the future, mom? Oh, guys, there's so many people. So I have this ongoing dream list, right? You all probably know some of the people on this list. Who would you say, Zoe? Probably Andrew Peterson. Oh, yes, yes. One day Andrew Peterson's going to say yes. Can you think of anybody that might be on my list, Bennett? Mm. Oh, Bob Goff, maybe? Yeah, I would love to interview Bob Goff. We'd probably laugh a lot. He just seems pretty fun. (laughs) But somebody that um, is on my list because I'm fascinated by his story is Scott Harrison. He is the author of the book Thirst. Mm -hmm. Many listeners have also heard me talk about him, but he founded Charity Water. And again, y'all, if you have never read the book Thirst, I have to recommend it because it is just the most fascinating story I would love to talk to him about how he was a nightclub promoter doing drugs. And he changed from that to found this charity water and rededicated his life to Jesus. Just a really incredible story. And he's an awesome storyteller. So mm-hmm. he's he would be great to interview. Wow. That does sound like a amazing chance if you actually got him on the podcast. I know. I haven't had luck yet. So if anybody's listening and they can help me out, let me know. Wow. So you've had a hundred episodes of Grace Enough Podcast now. Have you enjoyed them? I have enjoyed them. It's been one of the most delightful endeavors that I have ever done because God has grown me in a lot of unexpected ways and he has developed an excitement in me that I really didn't have before I started the podcast. Yeah. That's amazing, Mom. Congratulations Congratulations on 100 episodes of the Grace Enough Podcast, Mom. Thanks, guys. I loved having you all interview me. This was so much fun. Aren't they sweet? They were very excited to be on the show, writing down questions and planning. So thank you for listening. I want to ask if there is someone you would like to hear on the Grace Enough podcast in 2021. I can't promise it will happen, but I can promise if it fits the podcast's mission, I will try. You can send your recommendations to me at graceenoughpodcast at gmail.com or send me a direct message with your recommendations on Instagram at graceenoughpodcast underscore Amber. I love to hear new stories. So if you have someone, hop on over now and send me those recommendations. Thank you for listening to the Grace Enough Podcast. Tune in next time.